Coming up on Monkeys Took My Jetpack. Could I interest you in alternate ways of making money? Welcome to the Space Ace Brigade. This is where the great fun of rules light games comes into play. It looks kind of like a furry alligator. I believe it is safe to disembark. You're not escaping that thing. I wish I had not put pockets at zero. Self-destruct <laughs> activating thermal detonator. Oh my god! Come on, man, he's serious! We gotta go! Uh, you had to split the party with only two people, didn't you? I point to the window and shoot him. You come to rescue me with a leaky robot? And now the tables have turned. I was gonna say that. Oh, you Son of a bitch! Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thank you for downloading Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 89. Today we're going to start another three-part adventure with a game brought to our attention by our own Zofor. The game is called Space Aces supported a Kickstarter, and the game was the result. It's very rules-light and very fun, and uh, I think you're going to see what we mean. So, you know what? Why bother beating around the bush? The cast is very small. It's Zofor as our GM, me, Blind Geek, as Car Splarscar, and Dirk as Compulon. So without further ado, grab a cup, bottle, glass, or can of your favorite beverage. In fact, you might want to make it a space beverage. That's the kind of game we're going to have. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Monkeys took my jetpack issue number 89. We're off to save the princess. several space games I wouldn't mind taking a crack at. One is this one, and one is called Teens in Space. And the other one is In in Space! Exactly. And the other one is Teenagers from Outer Space, which is not the same game as Teens in Space. What I'm hearing is you have a thing for teens. (laughs) That just sounds creepy, and no. Not the... (sighs) I'm gonna... Shut up. Anyway... Is there in the how to play thing an example character we can see? <laughs> That'd be a no. Okay. Because that wouldn't fit on an index card. I was going to ask you, Eric, if you want me to just walk you through it in order for the character creation. Uh, that might be helpful. I got name, skill, style, stats. Although I'm thinking skill and style should probably be under stats, should they not? No. Skill is kind of like a quag skill. And what it is, is it's going to be your specialty that allows you to roll twice and take the best advantage. And you can just make up whatever you want for that. And style is a few words that describe your character's strengths, flaws, etc. Just a little quirky, whatever. Okay. I don't even know what kind of character am I trying to... Basically, you guys are galactic troubleshooters. Okay. Um, Welcome to the Space Ace Brigade. The galactic gig economy is alive and thriving. The galaxy is chock full of things that need doing, anomalies that need exploring, and pickles that need unpickling. (laughs) You, dear recruits, are just the ones to do them. You won't live to regret your choice. (laughs) Um, 
I like this already. Mostly competent and highly motivated is good enough in our books. Remember, the contract is sacred, your debts are real, and the alternatives ain't that great. So buck up and strap in. Adventure awaits. So this is kind of a rules light, 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 light version of Bulldogs. Yeah, rules minuscule, I would even say. <laughs> and do we have any limitations on what kind of, I mean, are we humans? Can we be aliens? Is there a list of sky's the limit? That's a good question. Um <laughs> There is so for today, yeah. sky's the limit. You are what you want to be in your character because this is just a one shot and for fun. There is on page twenty one of the random table book. Right. Um, it says backstory baloney and it allows you to roll for planets and factions and all kinds of stuff that I just don't want to take the time to do today, but oh, it's something okay. We could do if we wanted to develop actual characters and stuff. But for now, yeah, you can be human, alien. Uh, it's a big galaxy out there. I'm sure it exists if you can imagine it. You too, Dirk. So do you want me to go through the stats or do you kind of have an idea? My name is Kar Splarskar, and I am the same species as Zaphod Beeblebrox. So you're Beetlejuicing? Uh, no, that would be Ford Prefect. Uh, I thought they were both from Beetlejuice. Oh, maybe. They, well, how come he has the two heads and the three arms then? He got modified. Oh. One's from like Beetlejuice 5 and one's from like Beetlejuice 7 or something yeah. like that. Uh, yeah. We'll go with that. All right. Can you spell that for me or I say it better, again? I will do better than that. I will copy it. I don't have to be the same. I just wanted the two heads and the three arms. I could be my own species. Oh, yeah. You can have two heads and three arms. I don't care. Two heads are just going to get you in trouble. It was either that or be like Rigel from Farscape. And I didn't feel like, I don't know, because far be it for me to create an original. <laughs> I'm just thinking about copying oh. myself here, which is copying lots of things and go with an unfeeling android. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like those characters. And I'm perfectly fine with that. This is going to be. Oh, this is going to be fun. We have a buddy picture in the making right here. Yeah. yeah. My guy's the live life to its fullest kind of guy, and you're like the non-emotional stoic. You're more Zaphod than I'm uh, Marvin. Marvin. <laughs> but do you have a name, Dirk? Compulon. Compulon. I love it. <laughs> My go-to robot name. And do either of you have a skill pick yet? Uh, I'm going to take that as a no. I'll let you think uh, about it. Well, I mean, I can pick... Computational analysis. I love it. Okay. Oh, that'll come in handy, actually. I'll make sure it does, whatever we're doing. <laughs> well, the adventure I came up with, half rolling, half in my brain, is an escort mission. So that's that'll okay. be see, fun. That, see, to me, that what you just said there is the best way to use those random tables anyway. I, I don't think anyone yeah. who makes them would disagree with that. I mean, the idea is you get inspired by a couple random rolls, and then you're like, okay, I can finish this on my own. I do. Yeah, no, I agree. How many skills do you get? Just... One? You just get one. Oh your primary skill set. Okay. So um, you could do like um, carousing. Yeah. Perfect. Away with I, the ladies. I'm writing it as carousing. And style, I think you guys kind of half outlined that already. Unfeeling Android. That's my style. Yep. Okay. Uh, live till I die. <laughs> like everyone else. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> With an exclamation point, because you can never have too many exclamation points in your life. Just ask any comic book writer. 
Yeah, but don't ask people on Twitter. Oh my. Um. Anyway. Um. So I seldom do. So there is one thing. Your character stats. Uh, okay. Can we talk about that a little bit? Sure. Okay. You have one, two, three, four, five primary stats and two other stats. But the the primary stats are what you do stuff with, and they are Moxie, which it says represents tackling a problem head on and head first. You've got five stats and five ranks. You've got a plus three, a plus two, a plus one, a zero, and a minus one. Um, and it's basically how you approach a problem. It's how you're going to figure out what you're going when you choose an action to do. It's how you're going to roll the dice, etc. Moxie is tackling a problem head on and head first. Smart represents approaching a situation brains first. I'm not sure how Wiggles is different because Wiggles says represents approaching from an angle and with your wits. I kind of see Smart's as more of an analytical scientific approach and Wiggles is more of a street smarts con man approach. Yeah, I would yeah. think so. Pockets represents how well your character is equipped. Need that crucial piece of gear? Roll plus pockets versus difficulty to see if you have it. Your main skill will often dictate how likely it is you have an item. Perhaps no roll is even required. Um, so pockets is basically how well equipped you are, how rich you are. Friends represents your connections and charm. Roll friends versus difficulty to see if you know a guy or are trying to charm your way out of a tight spot. Oh man, that's okay. I gotta. Uh, damn it, this is hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, when you have to roll, you're gonna roll a twenty-sided die and add whatever stat you have. And if you meet or exceed the target, it's a success. If it's lower, it's a fail. Twenty is a critical success, and one is a critical fail. The difficulties are 5 for easy, 10 for tricky, 15 for hard, and 20 for epic. Does that kind of help? The six-sided... Yes. Okay. Oh, no, I just meant it's hard because of the kind of character I have in mind. It's hard to decide uh, which number is going to go where. That's all I meant. I okay. I didn't mean it was a hard... <laughs> no, I wasn't trying to say it was a hard thing, but I realized that you didn't know what those numbers did if you added them to the roll, if you added them to something else. So let's so. see. Smarts, I'm going to either put it zero or minus one because that's what I got my buddy for. <laughs> and I like that they don't necessarily make low smarts mean you're stupid. It just means you don't tend to think things. Uh, you're not analytical. Right. Yeah, you know what? Minus one it is. I can't see him as being. He's sort of Seth Rogen <laughs> with two heads and three arms. Well, Seth Rogen as he's portrayed on screen. I don't know what the actor is actually like. Wiggles plus one. Or maybe it should be plus two and have friends be plus one. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. And then it says, I know a guy below that. I guess that's too... It's just a quote to let you know what it means, I guess. Yes. Like a move you can do with it, essentially. Yeah. I guess because friends and pockets are not as clear as Moxie smarts and Wiggles. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? <laughs> okay. What's funny is all of these are basically mental stats. I still wouldn't know if I was going to fire a gun at someone, for example. Uh, Moxie, I think. Would Moxie, be. I think. Oh, okay. That would be doing something head-on pretty much. You're going to 
fighting, whether it's... Oh, then maybe I need to change... Maybe I'll make Wiggles plus three. Because Wiggles is like the Kirk trait, it seems like, from what you described, where you're finding the way to wiggle out of the situation. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. yeah. All right, so Moxie will be plus two. And Wiggles is plus three. And then we have Shaken, Stressed, Frustrated... Confused, frightened, exhausted, and I'm assuming those go alongside this list of numbers that's below that that my screen reader made all kinds of a mess of. Like, if you get to a certain point, you're shaken. Past another point, you're stressed. The heat level is what I'm referring to. Or is that different? Uh, the heat level's different. Okay. The D6 is your complication die. Whenever you have to roll for something, you roll a D20 and D6. So D6 is um, a 1 to 2, you suffer a cost. A 3 to 4 is just a standard result, and the 5 to 6, you get a benefit. Sweet. When you roll... I'm sorry? I said sweet. So it's I just like I just rolled a 19 and a 5, so that'd be a very good roll indeed. Yes, it would be okay. a success with a benefit. Okay, nice. If you roll a 1 or 2 to suffer a cost, the other thing is it raises the heat level for the whole party by 1. And the heat level is basically how bad the consequences are. At a level one, you might be trying to rush someone out a door and you stub your toe. At a level 20, you might be doing the same thing and you'll lose the toe. Or a level 15, okay. you lose the toe or something. So as the heat level grows, by you getting more and more complications, the complications get worse and worse. Ah, that's uh, insidious. I like it. Okay. okay. Do you yeah. start at zero? I'm assuming you can start wherever the GM wants, but everything I've read is starting at zero. Okay. Because that would be an interesting thing where you're like, you're going into one of the most dangerous sectors of space in the five space lanes, and therefore heat even begins at level six. Yeah. <laughs> Which you could do, but in this game, we're starting at level one. Right. I'm not. I'm, I'm just getting inspired. That's all. I'm not telling you how to run your game. Gumption. Okay is you have six max gumption whenever you suffer harm. And by suffer harm, I mean you are doing an opposed action and you lose. It could be an exchange of blows. It could be an exchange of insults. It could be gambling. Gumption is your will to persevere. You start out with six, and if it goes to zero, you're taken out. Okay. Um, you just, you're kind of giving up. Okay. Grit. When you fail a roll, mark one grit. You can spend five grit to turn a failed roll into a standard success. I'm not sure if there's an equivalent that I can think of off the top of my head. Sort of like yum but yums or... Sort of. Except you don't spend them one time. You, you get up to five and then you can spend all five at once. Right. And you can't have more than five. Oh, okay. So it doesn't... Yeah, oh. that's kind of you don't really can't use it strategically then because once you have five, the first time you fail a roll, you'd have to spend it because you couldn't have over five. Well, I mean, you wouldn't have to spend if if you didn't think the roll mattered, you could say, "Well, I don't want to start over yet, so I'll just." Oh, but just yeah, throw that grid away. Well, no, yeah, yeah, you'll just yeah. Okay. And then what's ailments? Ailments are when you. I did read this. I promise you. You know, I can just look down here on the damn. <laughs> on the uh, there for your, it's your critical fail table. 
if you critical fail, you mark one. Uh, you're either shaken or confused or stressed or frightened. Gives you a minus one. So basically, when you critical fail, you'll get a minus one to all rolls for each ailment marked. And the ailment is just flavor for what causes that minus one. Does that make sense? That's your shaking, uh, you're stressed, you're frustrated. Okay. Oh, that's kind of nifty. Steal yourself. Mark one ailment to regain two gumption in a pinch. Yeah. Yeah. Players start with six gumption. If their gumption ever reaches zero, they're taken out like yesterday's blueberry space bagels. <laughs> okay. Do you have any questions about the character portion? I don't think so. I'm good to go. Okay. Would you like to then take a moment to introduce your characters and let me know what your stats are? Not that I don't trust you. Sure. My character's name is Kar Splarskar, and he has two heads and three arms. Not at all like a character from a certain Douglas Adams series. My primary skill set is carousing, and my style is live till I die. My stats are Moxie plus two, Smarts minus one, Wiggles plus three, Friends plus one, and Pockets zero. Okay, um, okay. Compulon. Skill is uh, computational analysis. His style is unfeeling android. That's our Moxie zero. Smarts plus three. Wiggles plus one. Friends minus one. And pockets <laughs> plus two. You know, that makes sense. <laughs> He's pulling things out of compartment in his chest or something that could be useful. He could literally be pulling things out of his butt. Yes. <laughs> I think he looks like he's seen better days and his arms are kind of mismatched. His legs are mismatched. Like he's been pieced together from different sources for his face. It's just a, a blank uh, metal thing with the two eyes. And then somebody, he's, he's not sure because he was shut down at the time. He doesn't know it yet. Like, has drawn like a smiley face, a smile on him. <laughs> Probably car, but who knows? That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. And in my world, it was car, but I'm not going to tell car how to be. I just believe it. Okay. Well, car and Compulon. Or car and comp. Car and comp. (laughs) (laughs) Comp car. (laughs) You guys are in the middle of a rescue mission. You have been hired by the Galactic Congress to deliver Princess Natalia to her wedding, which will merge the Galactic Congress with Princess Natalia's planet, which is a a monarchy, and it will be an alliance because monarchies only send weddings, not actual contracts and stuff like that. You know how it is out in that sector of the galaxy. Right. The problem is that the Corporation Alliance, CA, don't want this marriage to go through. And they actually are holding Princess Natalia on the planet. Um, it's actually called Planet Misty Bunny. Um, you know how in the old maps, they called Iceland Iceland because... They wanted to discourage people from going there, even though it wasn't frozen over. And while Greenland was half frozen over, they called it Greenland. So basically, they named it Misty Bunny because it's 
one of the most dangerous planets in the galaxy. The flora and fauna are all in a competition for survival of the fittest, and everybody eats everybody else. And she's being held in a bunker on that planet, and you two, your rescue pod, has just splash landed in the swamp about 7.5 miles from the bunker that your intel has her being held at, and you guys uh, need to go rescue her. And what is this princess's name again? Natalia? Okay. Who is this? the name of the people holding her? They are the Alliance Corporation. I just reversed the name because I like that better. It's an alliance of several corporate entities that are banded together to ensure free trade for their corporations and uh, suppress the trade of everybody else. And they don't like the fact that the government is trying to be more powerful than them. And so that's why they're trying to interfere with this wedding. And so you should expect to see corporate shock troopers at the bunker. You should expect to come across several man-eating plants and slash or animals on the way to the bunker. And right now your skate pod is being sniffed by something that looks like, you know what? It just looks kind of like a furry alligator. Hmm. Okay, and we... I'm assuming we don't have any tasty treats in our foodstuffs. I don't know. Um, Actually, you know what? Let's be a great trying to roll pockets. I was going to say that. I'm sorry. (laughs) I have zero in pockets. Yeah, so... um, Oh, that's not good. That is not good at all. Wait, what am I... Wait. (laughs) I just realized I don't even know what my target number is. It's still not good. Okay, tasty treats. That seems like... You are a carouser. Yes, I am. Um, I wouldn't put it past you to have tasty treats nearby on hand, at least human tasty treats. Okay. Um, I would think most of them are more mind-altering substances than necessarily nutritional. Well, that could still work in this situation. So I'm going to use, I, I would say, would you say, I would say carousing could apply here. Arousing can apply, and I think this is actually going to be pretty easy for you because, again, as long as it looks or sounds tasty... It should be fine. I was kind of to employ my carousing because my first roll was a three. Okay. Yeah, the carousing skill allows you to roll twice. So you can roll a second time and use the better. You also need to roll the d6. Okay. Do I roll it twice as well? I would assume yes, because it just says your skill allows you to roll twice and use the best result. Let me double check. This is where the great fun of rules light rules minuscule games comes into play. Yeah, yeah just as wrong twice in using the best results. So yes, I'd say you roll both of them twice. All right. Well, I got a three and a five for the first okay. roll. So you barely. Oh, I see. My second roll is really a, th- <laughs> a three and a six. Okay, so basically it was the same roll. Pretty much. Yeah, and I'm going to give you my 20-sider first and my complication die second. So yeah, three on both my 20s and five and a six on my complication rolls. So you are looking about, you're casting about for tasty treats, tasty treats, and you're coming up empty. It seems like you vaguely recall over the weekend you 
had met a lovely young member of the Hofstein alien species who are known for their incredibly high metabolism. And while you did enjoy the weekend a lot and you have really good memories, it did use up all of your tasty treats, unfortunately, snacks. Although, while you're looking, you do come across a coupon... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a coupon for 50 credits worth of credit at the intergalactic nine and five which is just the <laughs> galactic convenience store okay so you do have potential tasty treats you just don't have any in hand okay and he it's sniffing around your escape pod or pardon me your rescue pod you're not escaping nothing no not yet anyway <laughs> It reminds it of an egg. Obviously, it's huge, so it's thinking there might be a lot of yolks in there. Now it looks like it's trying to figure out how to open it. It is trying to whack it with a claw, trying to crack through the shell. I'm going to do some quick wiring and electrify the hole Ah, so we'll get a shock. I like your stuff. Nice. That would be a smarts, don't you think? That would be good for me, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> computational analysis. Probably not directly applicable here. No. Although you're a robot. Yeah, I think it'd be easy for you because you can interface and make the computer work with you a little bit yeah. to smooth the flow. So sure, yeah, that'll be easy. Okay, so yeah, I got 10 and Six, so standard success. Ten and six? Ten and four. Ten ten, and four. Oh, ten and four. Okay, so you got a standard. You do manage to rewire the ship's wiring and cause a, a pulse of electricity to course through the outer shell just as the wolf alligator thing is trying to get its mouth about it. And it shouts out a yield of pain, which causes all kinds of birds that you hadn't noticed. Really tiny birds just flutter away in all different directions and the creature kind of rolls over and if you were outside you would smell the scent of scorched flesh which may or may not attract other predators but as for now you can get out of your uh, rescue pod i believe it is safe to disembark good job compy let's do this okay now i believe there's a good chance that these people gave us a little princess GPS tracker device. Of so course. We be wandering aimlessly around the planet trying to find her. Are you kidding? It's the government. Of course they gave you a okay. GPS tracking so device. So I don't And to... there's a strong chance it'll work. Okay. Um, it is programmed with the princess's DNA and it is good for tracking her up to 25 miles away, and it is starting to ping and indicating you want to go northwest. Go northwest, young man. All right. This we now do. Okay. You are creeping along towards the northwest, and so far, you haven't had much trouble. You've gone about four or five miles. You got out of the swamp, and you're kind of in a forested area. You haven't seen any mist, nor have you seen any bunnies. You have heard growls in the distance, but nothing has menaced you directly. I suppose now is as good a time as any to see if I'm carrying a laser pistol. You know what? 
That would be standard issue. You can you okay. don't have to roll for that. All right. Thank you. But I was like, I may wish I had not put pockets at zero. <laughs> Compulon, do you have a laser pistol or are you a laser pistol? <laughs> or neither. Or yeah, both. I, I think I leave the violence mostly to car. Occasionally I might blow something up. <laughs> but you don't carry a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you just have a little holdout explosive. People don't like it when the robots have the weapons. It makes them nervous. That's why there's a button in the middle of your back that you can't reach that's clearly labeled self-destruct. Ah! Yeah. Um, Just make sure you don't fall on it. (laughs) Wait, what was that about rewiring it? I'm sure I haven't rewired that to cause something else to happen. (laughs) Of course not, no. Oh, wait, I just realized I failed my roll. I have to mark something. I have to mark... Great. Yeah, sorry. I should have said that. It's my first time jamming no, no, this no, system. I'm no criticalness here. So you're walking along, and all of a sudden, who's taking point? Or are you walking yeah. side by side, hand in hand, arm in arm? Well, hey, I'm probably holding the scanner because you're holding your laser pistol. Right. And but... I guess I probably have to walk in front because the scanner doesn't work if he's standing in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense, yeah. I would love it if we tried that a couple times. We're like, what? Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> Okay. See, unfortunately, you shared just a little bit of DNA with the princess in your third arm. <laughs> and so if you walk in front, it throws the scanner off. Oh, there you go. Well, as you're walking along, all of a sudden, Carl, you see a bright red splotch explode on the side of Compumon. Oh! And then another. And then another. He's bleeding. Wait, and, that's not blood. <laughs> and then you feel this flap and... There's something sticky in your face. And then all of a sudden there's this barrage of berries being flung at you from the thorny vines that are slowly creeping towards your position. Well, at least they're berries. I thought there might be spider's webs. Spider's webs don't usually cause robots to look like they're bleeding. That's true. Well, I don't know. This is an alien planet. What do I know what the spider webs are? It's a good point. But there will be spider webs later. Thank you. (laughs) Damn it. Hey, stop throwing berries at us! A pine cone lands on your head. And then... Stop throwing anything at us! (laughs) You try and step forward, both of you, and you find yourselves entangled in roots, and it's difficult to walk. You are restrained by the feet. Well, the feet need to let go. (laughs) Your legs are restrained. Your ankles are bound by roots. I am going to pull that machete-like device I have out of its sheath and start cutting at the vines holding our ankles. There are more roots than vines. The vines are still stretching towards you. Those are sticker vines from the berry bushes. But the roots you can hack out with your machete, sure. Okay. Because again, you'd be outfitted with that. That's going to take a while to get through. They're really okay. thick roots. Do you have anything you want to do Compulon well, Carl, uh, Car? Yes, fortunately, since I knew we were coming to this heavily forested planet, I loaded some defoliant oh. into a canister, which I am now spraying about me. So is that pockets? Yeah, that one, I think, that one, yeah. Yeah, let's roll pockets for it. I think I'm going to make it tricky. I mean, I can see you thinking you had to plan it, but did you get the right defoliant? Mm-hmm. I got 16. So that's oh, nice. Good. So, but I did get a cost. I got a one on the D6. So. Okay. 
you did get the right defoliant and it does work. The sticker bushes kind of flop and fail around and start to lose its leaves and start with draw and embarrassment because, oh my gosh, their clothes are all falling off. At the same time, it's actually a really effective defoliant and the trees are trying to get it. And so that helps make it easier for Carl to hack his way through, which he finally does. Unfortunately, you're a robot. You don't think about fleshly concerns. And the defoliant is an irritant. Carl, you have a burning in the back of not one, but both of your throats. It's not necessarily poisonous, but it's going to make you a little raspy and be irritated for probably a couple days. I see no problem with this. Is our heat level now at one or two? Actually at one, because it started zero. Yes. Okay. And that's why it was just kind of an annoyance to you. It wasn't really fatal or damaging or, you know, it, it's not affecting much except that you've got a raspy throat. Burns a little bit. It's uncomfortable. I'm sure women will find it sexy. <laughs> so I stop forward, kicking away the remnants of the roots and vines. Okay. Eating and... on the sensor to try to get it to work to show me where we're going. And it does show you, um, and not that much farther. Actually, the intel was off. The bunker's much closer. Shortly, a little bit later, you see a bunker. It's got two Alliance Corporation guards on medium alert guarding the door. And, you know, inside, it's probably a one-room thing. All they have to do is hold her for the next week before the wedding time has passed. And so it's not anything elaborate. It's just a little hunting cabin, except it's highly, highly fortified considering the planet. And there are two of the Alliance Corporation's guards on the outside. And like I said, they're paying moderate attention. Is that how long we have to get her back? A week or something? Or... Uh, yeah, you do. You will have to get her back before the wedding, which is in about a standard galactic week. Oh, well, geez, that sort of decreases the urgency here. Well, there's travel time. Good point. And you said there are two guards outside? Two guards outside. They're not on high alert, but they're paying a little bit of attention, you know. Well, one of them is the other one's playing on his futuristic equivalent of a, a smartphone. He's playing right. Asteroid Crush. I'm going to try and distract these guys so uh, Compulon can do what he needs to do to get inside while they're distracted. I'm going to walk straight up to him. Hey, guys, how are you doing? Listen, you guys look like you're pretty bored with your jobs. Could I interest you in alternate ways of making money? Freeze. Back off. Wait, no. Citizen, you've got two laser rifles pointed at you. One of them still has the safety on, but the other one doesn't. State your business. My business is, it's not my business I'm concerned about. It's your business because you guys really should look into this opportunity. It's a golden opportunity I've got. You just don't look like you're having much fun. I don't see any smiles on your faces. I don't see any joy. Life is too short. You got to live till you die. You just got to take the bull by the horns. Doesn't everybody live until they die? No. Some people just exist till they die. That's what I'm trying to talk to you about. Wait, what are you doing in the middle of this planet trying to sell life insurance? Don't I even get to roll to see? Yeah, we're okay. just bandering. We're just, okay. Well, no, I wasn't I, shutting you down. I'm sorry. Okay. It's uh, just. Well, everybody needs life insurance. So I figure what's the next, you know, best place to just happen to be where we wound up. And uh, by God, I'm glad I did because you guys look 
And that actually, I'm not even selling life insurance. I didn't say that's the nature of this opportunity, which I have to show you. Said live until we die. Well, yeah, I mean, live life with gusto, live life with purpose, live life with the means to just, you know, I want you to suck the marrow out of life and feel its juices dribble down your chin. That's what living is all about. I don't even like marrow. So <laughs> this is what we call a scuffle. <laughs> Difficulty is not fixed in the scuffle. It is modified dynamically by the fiction. If a player misses a hit on a baddie but rolls a benefit, perhaps it puts their teams in a better position. So in a scuffle, players roll to act against or react to the enemy depending on if the player has the high ground or not. When a scuffle begins, deciding the fiction if the player or enemy start with the high ground and the order the players will go. After the scuffle starts, players may gain or lose the high ground individually. If a player has the high ground, they can roll to act against the enemy. If the player has lost the high ground, they can roll to react to their enemy's actions. A player gains the high ground on a rolled benefit. A player loses the high ground on a rolled cost. Players take turns acting upon or reacting to the enemy, depending on. So right now, I would say you guys have the high ground because you came out of nowhere. You threw them a little bit off kilter, and you're talking a mile a minute. And yep, they're, yep, yep. They're not able to keep up. So I think you definitely have the high ground right now. So what are you trying to do? What's I your... am trying to keep them distracted while he tries to get inside. Okay. You definitely have their attention, but they're a little bit suspicious, and they haven't actually left the door where their post is. Well, then I'm I'm going around and looking at. There's just the door. Are there any windows? Any ventilation shafts? There. <laughs> um, there's not a back door. There's a ventilation shaft, and there are a couple of windows but they're heavily barred because this planet is super dangerous but there definitely are windows that you could fit through if you could figure out how to get through the bars eric to keep their attention and make sure they don't notice dirk in his scouting that's going to be a wiggles roll okay and i don't know that carousing necessarily applies in this instance i think it's can be a little bit tricky because they are theoretically professional guards so right there well in a way i i mean you have the final call i'm just throwing it out there i am kind of trying to charm them a little by uh maybe appealing to their maybe they are not happy with their job prospects here trying to treat them as human or as beings rather than <laughs> just guards having one goal but eh, okay yeah. i'll okay that would be, hey, there we go. 19 plus three, so 22. Oh, shit. With a two. <laughs> on the with a two. With a two. So that ups the heat. So now we're at two yeah. on the heat. Up to two on the heat. They are interested. They are both now focused on you, but not necessarily. And they are very focused on you. You have definitely succeeded in distracting them, but they're more focused on you in the way of, why are you really here? What's your agenda? They are suspicious of you popping up in the middle of nowhere with this better than better than life deal that you actually haven't said anything other than we're super deserving of it. So they, oh, I didn't know they were interested. Well, 
the point is you do have their attention absolutely but the attention is more suspicious than just oh yeah hey let me check that out uh, but they're still completely focused on one of them's like so how did you know we would be here to come all the way out here to give this deal to us it's my job to know these things uh, what is your job mister uh also dirk you, you pretty much are, are able to scout. Like I said, I kind of gave you a description. There isn't a back door. You do have a ventilation shaft, which is obviously crawlable through because it's a ventilation shaft, and that's what they're for. And you have the winders, so you can think about what you're going to do with that while Eric keeps the other guy's attention, unless you know what you're going to do. You had to split the party with only two people, didn't you? Well, we're not really splitting the party. We're just doing two different things. Yeah, I know. So do you know what you want to do, Dirk, or do you want to let Eric? I think uh, I'm going to go up to the bars, and some of my hydraulic fluid is caustic to that type of metal. So I'm going to loose one of the the conduits and shoot some on the bars so I can... It'll eat through them, and I can pull them out. Okay. I think this is going to be a a pockets roll again. I think Mm -hmm. it's going to be hard this time because they did build this plant to withstand all sorts of critters and plants, some of which do have their own caustic acids. So the bars might be a challenge to eat. Sure. Oh, almost 13. Oh, and it's just a standard result. Standard. It is caustic, and it looks like it might eat through, but it might take a couple days to get through. The bars have been coated with something days? that make it pretty Shit. resistant. Yeah, the bars aren't going to okay. melt that easily. Again, this I planet... Hoping, I was hoping they were hollow bars, <laughs> but they're not. <laughs> yeah. Mr. You are trespassing on Alliance Corporation property. Oh, well, they're the ones that told me to find you here. See, I've been trying to find the best bars in town, and by God, these bars, the bars I find on this planet look like they're awesome. So, you know, if you're not interested in this job, I want to, you know, at least you could do is point me in the right direction to see where the best bars are to be found here. Um, I could really use a stiff drink at this point. Bars, you think you're going to find a bar on this planet? Well, I think I might. I mean, there are certainly some good-looking bars up there, and I point to the window and shoot him because <laughs> this is going nowhere uh, fast yeah i'm sorry i'm no that's not what i I didn't mean you um, I meant my attempt at okay uh shoot him okay that is going to be a moxie roll and i think it's gonna um you did catch him out or i, I think it's gonna be tricky because he's got space armor but including my modifier i got a 16 with a benefit okay you shoot him and you hit a vulnerable part in his armor and he's ow what the hell he falls to the ground grabbing where you shot him and the other one says what the hell man he didn't do nothing to you i don't suppose i could shoot him too while he's babbling sure yeah okay i didn't know if he gets a turn or well you still have the high ground and also he's freaked out about his friend getting shot oh shit my high ground's about to go away because i just well i got six with my trait modifier and then i got another benefit so that's a roll with a good benefit i got a six on the complication die and a four plus two on the other one so i'll add another one to my grit yeah, I'm pretty sure that failed. And you got a benefit. You got a six on your six side, right? Yes. Okay. 
you shoot him and it ricochets off his armor because, you know, that's what the armor is supposed to do is, is keep a laser off. But it ricochets and hits the bar that had been slowly, slowly dissolving and it actually speeds up that process. The bar comes loose. Nice! Watch where you're shooting. <laughs> Great bars around here, I'm telling you. I guess you guys still have the high ground. Do we? I forget. Oh. How do you lose the high ground? By rolling a one or two, a cost. Oh, oh, okay. Did you want to do something now that your bars are busted? Yeah, pull the bars out, and uh, if I can get through, I'll go through the window, or at least stick my head in. Yeah, I think you can go through the window, and you find yourself in a sort of closed-off kitchen area. Whoever's taking care of the princess isn't a fan of doing dishes. By the way, for the record, now we've split the party. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. They're opening ration packs and just leaving them on the counter and leaving the dirty containers. It's like they don't plan on actually living there and they don't really care and the kitchen's just a place to store the ration packs. None of the equipment, the stoves or anything. Looks like it has been used in a very long time. But you're in and there's nobody there currently. Okay, so as I crawl through the window, cross the kitchen to the doorway, I'll grab a few ration packs, because I know Carl will want those, <laughs> and head out into whatever's beyond. Beyond is pretty much a big room. You see the princess. You assume it's the princess. It's the only female in the room, and she's wearing a tiara and a very flowy dress and high heels. She's lying on a cot and reading Galactic Bridal Monthly, leafing through it, chewing bubblegum. You see a Corporate Alliance high-ranking shock troop in his dress uniform sitting at the table playing solitaire. I guess we can cut to outside. <laughs> sure. Eric, um, yes. you have succeeded in dispatching one of the shock troopers. The other shock trooper was disoriented enough for you to get another shot off at him but he is readying his rifle but again you have the high ground so i guess you can do an action okay i'm gonna try shooting him again and then i'm going to try and find some cover though i realize that doesn't i'm I'm just doing that for flavor because it doesn't sound like that is something that is taken into account in the rules here which is fine i'm not criticizing it it might change the difficulty or trickiness but yeah Okay, um, uh, I got an 11, that's including my stat, and a 5 on the... The complication die has been really nice to me, and I shouldn't say that because I'm going to jinx it, but... Up yeah, this it has. And so you shoot the other guy, and you find a weakness in the knee plate, and you take out his knee, and he collapses to the ground, howling in pain. From what you can tell, you have not necessarily killed but definitely taken the gumption out of the two door guards okay but you don't know what's on the inside and i say see this is why this job is so bad for you this is why you need to contact interstellar network marketing uh, inm and i throw down a little pamphlet and then i <laughs> go and follow where he went through the window because i'm assuming the window is still ajar sure Okay. Yeah, you're not even going to try the door. You're just going to go through the window. Oh, uh, okay. Well, you I figured yourself... there was still bar. Only one bar fell out, so 
I didn't even think to try the door. That's fine. You find yourself in the kitchen. It pretty much looks the same as it looked for Compulon. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take a couple of those ration packets and say, I know Compulon's going to want a couple of these for analysis. <laughs> and uh, exit the room. Okay. So you exit the room and you, you come to the room. Compulon is, there's three people now. You see Compulon assessing the situation. You've got the princess, what is, you assume to be the princess, because she's wearing a tiara and a frilly skirt and high heels, and she's lying on the cot, flipping through a copy of Galactic Bridal Monthly and Chewing yes. Gum. And you see a ranking officer of the Alliance Corporation Shock Troops in dress uniform playing solitaire at the table. Both of them looked bored out of their mind okay i just without missing a beat hello to her and to him you need the black seven <laughs> hello oh it's about time you got here oh my gosh i've been bored for days that assuming was that's the princess that is, is that the, the princess s- yes <laughs> although uh, it would be funny if it was the solitaire guy <laughs> but anyway yes <laughs> no. um the solitaire guy looks up and says you're not supposed to be here and reaches for his pistol and you're not supposed to be playing solitaire, reaching for my pistol. Actually, I still probably have my pistol. I don't think I ever put it away. Yeah, but did you hold on to it while you were trying to squeeze oh, that's true. through? Uh, well, let me see if I did. <laughs> no, I did not. Okay. <laughs> I got a one on the 20. Oh, shit. Oh. So that oh, only no- shit. Not only does that not win me my pistol, it also does something with the ailment. So I Yes, have- so... Shaken, confused, stressed, frightened, frustrated, or exhausted. I would think it seems shaken confused or confused because you reach for your pistol and it's not there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead and mark confused. That's gonna be a minus one okay. rolls because you know, you swore you just had the damn thing, but for some reason it, it's not there. But you did mm. need to use both hands to grab those ration packs. I'm just saying. Yes. <laughs> And what I'm doing when I saw this guy, I am squirting that caustic hydraulic fluid into his face. Oh, okay. Uh, why don't you roll? I think that seems kind of moxie-ish to me, Dirk. Probably right, but I was, I was angling for wiggles because it's kind of sneaky. I'm not blasting him or smacking him. I'm yeah. Being dirty. Sure, I'll take it. Not, that it makes a, not that it makes a whole lot of difference. Yeah, we can wiggle it. Just a little bit. Yeah, not that it makes any difference at all. Well, I guess you don't know how hard it is. What's the Um, difficulty? I didn't say tricky. I don't have a good reason. I mean, he's sitting there, but he is a trained military. Yeah, I guess tricky. Okay, then I don't make it with an eight. And I suffer a cost. Oh, dear. So you do spray the caustic spray. You don't necessarily hit the guy, but you... Do take out three of his cards that instantly dissolve in a puff of smoke in your caustic fluid. Princess Natalia goes, Ew! You come to rescue me with a leaky robot? You jerk! Saying that to Carr. Because that's just a disgusting leaky robot. Why, why would you bring a disgusting leaky robot? Which is the cost. Is she's now... And you get imprisoned with a leaky head? That's equally rude. A leaky head? Excuse me? Well, anybody who would be that ungrateful when we're trying to rescue you. Come on, speaking of which, let's speaking go. Speaking of which, 
the captain has his pistol out and he says, I don't think anybody's rescuing anybody at this point. Oh, I shut up. You couldn't even win a hand of solitaire. For a beverage, and then we'll see who's rescuing who. <laughs> and he does have a gun pointed at you, but I'm going to go get me something to make my throat less irritated. All right, I will do the same. And I realized I was operating against my carousal, but, you know, I got to defend my buddy. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater. Nah, it's not that kind of show. It's an RPG actual play podcast. My name is Jordan, and I'm joined by our fun-loving cast. This is Aaron. Jeff here. Johnny is my name. And I'm Jeremy. And what we do is dive in and play various tabletop RPG systems and games, such as Mini 6, Fiasco, Inspectors, Monster of the Week, Fate, and more. But no matter the rule set or setting, some pretty intense storytelling hits the fan. So whether you like epic fantasy, adventure, comedy, sci-fi, horror, or just horrifically bad puns, we've got something to feast your imagination on. Listen to our full episodes and more at BoneThrowersTheater.com. And may the bones fall ever in your favor. In the time of the break, I was able to create my little military guy, actual NPC with a complex backstory. I don't know if he'll be around that long, but that's that's good. (laughs) Yeah, but still, there's an NPC page, and you can roll on random tables. It's not like I put that much effort into him. (laughs) Well, so far, I think you're doing a great job. This is a fun game. His name is Brett. I think I'm going way too slow, and I apologize for that. I don't, I mean, hey, I often feel the same way as I've often yeah. griped about, so I understand. But I, coming at it from this perspective, it doesn't feel like you're going too slow. Thank you. Okay. You're okay, anyway, when we left off, the princess was lying on the bed, you two were being held at gunpoint, and you were defending the robot's honor. Because the princess <laughs> insulted him. Yes. You're a good buddy. That That's, I mean, uh, bros before princesses, right? <laughs> that's right. Princesses before princesses, I believe is how the expression goes. In the meantime, I think in this case, the captain actually has the higher ground here. I say captain, but he's just a ranking officer. I don't, I haven't said what his actual rank is. Apparently it's captain. Apparently it is, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, he says, you shall surrender to me, and he fires a warning shot in between the two of you. Wait, you're not standing in a line, you're standing side by side, right? Uh, We are now. Whether we were or not before, I'm not sure. Okay. Well, he just fires a warning shot over your head. I know how to use this. What do you do? How do you react? What would be equivalent to create an advantage here? Because I... I want to mess with him here a little bit. I'm going to start going beep, 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 mission failure, (laughs) self-destruct, activating thermal detonator. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's a good one. That's definitely a wiggle. Uh, It's going to be tricky, I think. My intent here is, yeah, just to get him off guard or distracted so that the car can do something great. (laughs) And now the tables have turned. I distracted them so you could do something, and now yeah, you're distracting yeah. them so I can do something. But, oh, tricky. No, I'm not going to be able to do that. Tricky was a 10 or higher? 
Yeah. And I got a six and uh, standard result. Okay. Yeah. I can't assist in any way. There's no rules for assisting. There's no rules against assisting, but there are no rules on how to assist. <laughs> so I'm going to okay. say no, but you can act. Both of you can act. So while he's not necessarily going to fall for it in the long run, he is looking at the robot trying to figure out what models that does it really have self-destruct. What Robots haven't said beep boop in at least two centuries. <laughs> Come on, man. He's serious. We got to go. So you're just going to double down. And I'm heading for the door. I, I, I okay. Actually, I grab... How far are we from Princess Aralon or whatever her name? Natalia. Natalia, Natalia yeah. Sorry, I'm reading Dune. Uh, you are, I'm going to say, uh, seven feet. And she's not between you and the door. She's to the side and the door's to the front. Okay, okay well, I was going to like grab her arm. Come on! And pull her toward the door. She is not tied in place because we are civilized here. <laughs> um uh but i mean you would have to cross the room to grab her arm i'm just trying to figure out what because you're trying to feed into that so i guess that would be another wiggles and right. it's still going to be tricky because you're trying to sell the whole robots going yes. to self-destruct come on your worshipfulness we can discuss my robots shortcomings later okay that's 11 right on the oh you son of a bitch I succeeded at cost. I got a one on my damn complication die, but I got 11 with the trait included on the 20. That one on the complication die does some... So that increases the heat yet again. Now we're up to three. Although three out of 20, that's not bad. I think you're up to four because I think Compulon... Oh, I may have works. not. Okay. Didn't you Compulon? Uh, yes. Yeah, heats up to four. And so you. Oh, and you... I, I forgot. I actually rolled a 10 because I forgot. I have minus one because of my ailment. Oh, that's right. So, um, yeah, still that now. still meets it. Yeah, okay. So you do succeed. So he's like, oh my gosh, you're right. We can put our differences aside for now. And he's going to help you escort the lady out before the robot self destructs. So he's going. You've got the princess by one side, and he's got the other. You're rushing for the door before the crazy malfunctioning. Um, it's got to be a model X17. I didn't think those were used anymore, but it doesn't matter now. We got to get yeah, out but, of here. Yeah, but I mean, he does the beep beep boop thing. That hasn't happened in 200 years. <laughs> exactly. Let's go, man. Let's All go. Right. And All right. Good point. So you are exiting the building, leaving behind Compulon, but you don't have the princess in your soul custody. Got yeah, I got to get rid of partial this guy custody. somehow. Okay. Um, God, I so, wish there was a way. I wish we could do things like in regular fiction where they just go bang and knock him on the head and he falls to the ground. <laughs> I mean, you didn't try that, though. Well, um, okay. I, I will but, try that on my next action, but um, I, don't, I don't even Dirk. have any yum-yums or anything to throw at it. Sorry. Yeah, this doesn't <laughs> have that. Dirk, did you mark your grit? Yes. Okay. You, Compulon, are alone in the building. The princess did leave behind her guide of Galactic Bridal Monthly. Um, <laughs> and you have a deck of cards that's not complete. Not complete. So, yeah, somebody's not going to be playing with the full deck. <laughs> um, and the captain is with the princess and Carl Splur's car anticipating a huge explosion from the cabin any second now. Yeah, and I will try to sneak out the window and into the woods. Okay, while you're sneaking out the window, can you 
Give me a tricky pocket roll. Not quite. Nine, but I do gain a benefit. Okay. Oh, what's... Um... Do you have something or may I suggest something? Because you sounded uh, until I started to speak like you were uncertain and then it sounded like you thought of something. So I'm just No, I am uncertain. I, I want to say you, you can't suggest something. However, the role was to see if he noticed the laser pistol that was left on the oh <laughs> ration packs. And so if that's what you were suggesting the benefit was, then it doesn't work. But if you had something else, please suggest it. I thought you were rolling for something else. So uh, um hmm. When he's trying to sneak out the window, he accidentally kicks the pistol and it goes off, telegraphing that it's or <laughs> Shooting, as he's uh... sneaking out the window, he hits something and it causes it to explode, giving them the explosion yeah. that they it shoots the refrigeration unit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. He's going out the window, he kicks the laser pistol that he didn't notice, and it shoots and ricochets and hits the for some reason gas stove causing an <laughs> explosion of the building and it hurdles him free without harm there you go but it's very cinematic in what michael bay or whatever and, and this is what happens when i read pulp stuff it gets just... no you know what it's pretty much here with me all the time what am i talking about <laughs> you do get a satisfying explosion from the cabin and he says oh we got her out just in time um good man i will note that in my records i'm glad you feel that way sir and now I'm going to try and, boom, knock him out. Okay. I'm going to call that moxie. It is, kind of, well, it's kind of a Wiggles. That's um, up to you. I'm obviously going to support Wiggles because I have a higher stat. Yeah, because it's kind it's of a sneak attack. He wasn't expecting it. Right. Uh, so it's, and it's not really a straightforward head-on. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a tricky Wiggle. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. All right. Oh. I got a 19. Plus three, that's 22 with a five on the complication die. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so you bonk him upside the head, which apparently is his vulnerability point. Apparently he has a glass skull. Um, <laughs> you don't crush it in, but you do bonk him on the head and he falls to the ground with a, that's hardly sporting, <laughs> um, is collapsed unconscious on the ground. I'm hearing like the Daffy Duck. That's Harley sporting. <laughs> also, your apparently your robot friend did self-destruct. Well, no, I I know he it was, was an explosion, and you don't know what caused it though. No, yeah. but I know it wasn't you. <laughs> Do you? Well, I mean, I know he was bluffing. Well, you we knew he was bluffing. We worked together before, so I don't think I would. You know, he doesn't go beep boop. Right. Yeah. But there was also an explosion, and you don't know that he got out. Right, so I'll have my, oh my god, moment. Comp! Oh, he was leaky anyway. You can get a new one. He was my friend! Oh, you're one of those. <laughs> Come stomping through the trees. Shed no that, tears for me. <laughs> mismatched metalhead. He, oh, there he is! You're not dead after all. All right, let's get the hell out of here before this guy wakes up. Come on. He's carrying a pistol or a rifle, you said? He had a pistol. Okay, well, he doesn't anymore. That's fair. Do you know that... how to use one of these? I asked Princess Natalia. What kind of a lady do you take me for? 
Uh, of possibly course one I who don't. Knows. Oh, well, you just point at what you want to shoot and you pull the trigger. Here. You mean like this? And she, Don't point it at me! She didn't. She pointed at the robot. No, don't point it at him! <laughs> and pulled the trigger. Oh! The safety was on. Oh, oh, they have safeties. Okay, well, you gotta turn the safety off. Don't! Oh! <laughs> it's that little button right there. Don't do it until you're ready to shoot. But I think I am ready to shoot sugar. I won't see how it works. Well, don't shoot the robot or me, then. You can shoot whatever else you want. <sighs> Fine. She takes aim at a nearby tree and fire. She misses, and the laser hits a clump of bushes, starts a small fire. Yeah, I think the forest is on fire now. Well, that would have been a good choice. In the meantime, <laughs> now we got this to distract anybody who's going to be trying to chase us, so let's go. And you're going to leave the captain to die in a forest fire. Well, I mean... I'm just not... trying to make you feel bad. He was going to kill us. Was he? Okay, I drag... I grab him by <laughs> the ankle. I'm, I'm being I grab jerk. him by the ankle and drag him around till he's far enough away from the forest fire. And then I let him go. And then we run off like a bat out of hell because I'm not going to let him come to while I'm trying to save him and then be like, oh, I have to knock him out again. And I don't know if I can roll that well twice. <laughs> okay, that's fine. He's out of the picture. He's not in any immediate danger of burning that you're aware of. And once again, and I forgot to subtract my ailment. So that would have been 18, not 19. But I trust that was still would have. I think it's still enough. <laughs> you all go racing back to your rescue pod. Which has a pack of about 20 bunny rabbits munching on the corpse of the alligator. Oh! Or alligator with fur that you guys dispatched when you landed. Well, at least you didn't die in vain. Everyone eats everybody, and the That's bunnies right. are having a feast. So you do see bunnies on the planet. Yep. Not sure they're misty bunnies, but all right. But they're between you and the door of your. Oh. Rescue vehicle. Okay. Hey, bunnies! <laughs> and I take the ration pack that I had meant to give to Compula. Sorry, buddy, I thought you'd want to analyze this, but we need this. And I'm going to toss it to one side to try. Well, wait a second. They're already eating the corpse of the alligator thing. They kind of are, yeah. So maybe we can just sneak past them. Can I retcon what I just did? Sure. Because, yeah, that, I hadn't thought that through, and it seems like if they're already preoccupied, then there's no point in trying to divert their attention. That would be stupid. <laughs> well, it, it would I do be have a very smart, challenging. I, I do have a smarts of minus one, though, so maybe I, um, maybe I should go with my original thought. Uh, I mean, it would definitely be hard to distract them with a ration pack when they have a furry alligator. Meal. You can try to sneak past, absolutely. It's going to be a hard wiggle because there's not really, the path kind of goes right okay. next to them to oh, get to the door. I, I'm not going to make you go right through them. Okay, my wiggles um, is, how, when do we get rid of ailments, by the way? I don't think it says in the little index card good version. Good question. Uh, <laughs> let me, maybe it says in the big book, the two megabyte jobby. That's what I'm looking in. <laughs> or the 18 megabyte jobby, I mean. Uh, I will roll while he looks. Oh, shit. Hard is 15? Yeah. All right, I blew it. And I got a one on my damn complication. So it doesn't matter. Either way, <laughs> you slide. I got a nine. And even if I had my plus three trait, that's only 12. And minus one, it would be 11. Yeah, 11 and one. It doesn't say. So I'm going to say they reset at some point. But 
right after an session or something yeah Yeah. well because some of them i mean like if you're confused about something going on in the scene i would think it would turn off once that has passed i would say after a reasonable amount of time has passed which is going to be a situational thing definitely per session but yeah like you said your confusion unless it's like that was caused by this thing but it's got me off my game slightly so it's still affecting me through all this I mean, I was thinking once you got off the planet okay. and were traveling, actually, once you get off the planet, we'll probably be pausing anyway, so it'll be between sessions. So, yeah, it goes right, right between all sessions. Right, fine. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right, so we're looking at 11 and 1, so I'll add another to the heat. So oh, that's now. five. And the thing about bunnies from the planet Miss Bunny is that they actually prefer the thrill of the chase. And they sensed your movement, and all of a sudden, about half, ten of the bunnies have uh, realized it's time to go hunting. Oh, crap. Um, Ten of the bunnies are still eating the alligator thing. The other ten, though, are hopping towards you with grins on their blood-smeared faces and a twinkle in their eyes. Now's the time to use that gun, princess! (laughs) You want me to put you out of your misery, Sugar? Oh, shoot the bunnies! Shoot the bunnies! Oh, but they're ever so adorable. Oh, my God! (laughs) Sure, the princess will shoot at a bunny, except uh, GM's not supposed to roll. Um, Uh, So she's probably got the safety on. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she points and shoots, and I don't think this one works, Sugar. Hit the button on the side! (laughs) I can't... Oh, good God! Fortunately, I studied this planet before we got here and i know these are bunnies and the ones that do the hunting are the males and i have a female decoy that i am going to pop out and throw and it'll go running off and they'll go chasing it you know what i can believe that you said and i believe you did learn that about the bunnies i believe you probably have a decoy i'm gonna say this is easy i think because it's really, I, I can believe all of that. It's just, is it going to work or not? So I'm going to say it's an easy pocket. Ooh, and I rolled a 20. Oh, Natural nice. 20. You know what? That's a Bugs Bunny sexy female bunny. What was your D6? Uh, it was standard. Okay. That does get the attention of the male bunnies, and they start chasing it. Except for two who are happily married, thank you very much. And it's not that they're not going to chase a strange bunny, except that their wives are currently participating in the feast, so they can't. So you did get rid of... You know what? It was a critical success. Forget it. Bunnies aren't monogamous. Bunny nature, yeah. They all go bouncing off after little Thumperina and chases them away, leaving just a a bunch of female bunnies still busily gorging themselves, because... They're all eating for six now. And you have a pathway to the door. Congratulations. Sweet. Into the ship. Okay, so you all rush into the ship. And the princess says, okay, the first thing we do after we get off this planet is we've got to stop at the Intergalactic 9 to 5 and get me a copy of Galactic Bridal Monthly. I Mine was lost in the cabin. I need that. That's There's a I dress produce. I have to have. That's when I produce it and hand it in. <laughs> 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 And I kneel and present it, you know. Aren't you sweet for a robot? I'm starting to like you a little bit more, uh, Mechanical Man. Thank you. 
and she looks for some place to lie down and read her magazine. And I'll start getting the ship ready and engines warmed up. And... Okay, so now that you've rescued her, you need to get her to... Um, the ceremony is going to be held on the planet Genesari 5. It is an abandoned planet that was an innocent tribal society and galactic civilization came and did not have the prime directive. So they totally interfered and showed all these natives all the gizmos of living society. And so the tribe abandoned the planet to live in civilization where life was so much easier than they had it before. And so the ceremony is going to be in the ruins of one of their temples because it's a good place for ceremonies that's easy to book and you don't have to worry about any natives protesting your wedding or anything. So that's where you're trying to get her to. But she says, that one right there, that's what I need. We need to go to Jesse's Bridal Shop on the third moon of that planet to get this dress. I have to have this dress for my wedding. You don't expect me to get married in these rigs, do you? What kind of a monster are you? I couldn't even be seen dressed in this. And she starts crying. <sighs> All right, let's go. We, we'll easy there. We'll, we'll get you what you need. Oh, better. It's only... I've always wanted to do that. It's only 12 parsecs out of our way. <laughs> There's one... We don't have... You don't happen to have credits for this dress. I am Princess Natalia of the... Crap, I didn't... Anyway, of course I have credit. I have credit everywhere. I'm a princess. I'm royalty. Okay, well, good. Then we'll go ahead and set you down and help you get the dress you need and there we go okay well let's get off this planet uh you do have to do a little bit of rewiring to get things back online because of your trick with electrifying the well i mean yeah if if you try that before compliment fix it yeah you do get a little bit of a shock but i think you pretty much know what you did so you can undo it pretty handily i don't think mm-hmm. i you need to roll for that. And off you go into the wilds of outer space. Um, and do you mind if we stop there since I don't want to get into the bridal store? I don't know how long that will take. Yeah, that's fine. We just soar off into the sunset knowing we've got, yay, bridal shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody loves a shopping episode and the bridal shopping has got to be even better. Let's just not confuse the wedding supplies shop with the mount supply shop because she might not take <laughs> too kindly to getting a bridal. <laughs> That's okay. Just wait till you meet the wedding planner. Ah, God. Well, good job, buddy. This is fun. Yeah. Thank you. It's definitely a rules light system. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know the mechanics. Are the best for world type system because they're it's going to be very swingy, which is going to actually put more work on the GM to make things flow. Yeah, I think I see that. I don't know. I think it supports the genre it's trying to emulate. It's trying to emulate campy sci-fi, which is always doing. But wait, and if you employ player suggestion, then if you can't think of anything, somebody will. 
have an idea. It's just a D20 with uh, modifiers, which really aren't much. I don't know that any of my rolls, if I had zero modifier, it wouldn't have made a difference. When you're using a, a D20 plus one plus two, and it doesn't change it that much when you've got degrees of five. Right. Well, one of mine almost did. I equaled the difficulty at one point. Had That's I gone true. one more number down, I would have failed. And I'm new at figuring out difficulty, so I may not have been balancing that correctly. I don't think there's any science to that, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing I don't like are the scuffle rules, because it seems like if you guys don't roll a cost, you can just keep beating up on the bad guys and they don't have an option to react at all. Mm. <laughs> Boy, does being on the high ground mean they can't react at all or does it just mean we get to go first? No, if a player has the high ground, they can roll to act against the enemy. If the player has lost the high ground, they can only roll to react to their enemy's action. Oh, okay. And the DM doesn't roll. Players take turns acting upon or reacting to the enemy depending on who has the high ground. The player is always the one rolling, never the DM. Which I'm fine with that. It's right. just the well, fact that it's not a back and forth. Well, but then I guess if you don't make your roll and you fail, then that means they're inflicting damage or um, harm on you. Yeah, they're going to be pounding on us, and there's nothing we can do about it either, except try to react and roll high enough to. Yeah. No, but it was fun, I yeah. think. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good way to kill some time and some guards yeah i think the end credit scene is that captain or whatever waking up you know oh just escaped the fire and then did bunnies start pouncing on him (laughs) (laughs) i just came across the last word fun is greater than rulings which are greater than rules decide together how to handle new situations by asking what is the most fun if you can determine that, then there's no wrong way to play Space Aces. Well, there we go. So, apparently I couldn't have gotten it wrong. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, so, I'm going to... Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks for running that. It's fun. And so it went. First session of Space Aces. And I think, as we discussed, it went pretty well. It had its minor flaws or peccadilloes, as it were. But I think it's pretty clear we all had a good time. I mean, we played it two more times. And we've talked about playing it more. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed playing it. So next week, we're going to have part two of this three-parter. And I think after that point, and this is not etched in stone, I just want to give you a heads up in case I decide to do it. You won't think, oh God, here we go again. Even though these last six issues have been a week apart, I'm thinking of making subsequent issues two weeks apart. Because I would really like to get back to producing these with sound effects and maybe even some music like I did in the Zoe days. But I just don't have time if I'm trying to crank these out one a week. I did when we first started. And for those first 12 issues or so, I did nothing, literally, but eat, sleep, and work on the podcast. 
And I remember, at some point around the 12th issue, I <laughs> got the urge to read a book, and I took myself up on that urge and went, Wow! I forgot what this was like! And that is when you started to see the time increase between issues. Now, I don't want that to happen again, but I really enjoyed the production values that uh, we had going on. So, I'm considering, right now it's just considering, putting a couple weeks between issues. And that way, uh, I can hopefully have enough time to edit the game itself, and then work on the sound effects and music. Or, at very least, the sound effects. So, I'm going to finish these three, just as this one has been. But, uh, if there's a little bit of a wait for the next issue, after these are done, you'll know why. So until next time, thanks for listening to Monkeys Took My Jetpack, and this is Blind Geek reminding you that your imagination is just like a jetpack. You gotta keep it fired up, and always, let it soar! Let it soar!